2: And welcome to the first ever Abroad in Japan podcast. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and this is probably the best way of experiencing Japan without being in Japan. Is that quite bold? A little bit too bold. <laughs> no, not in the slightest. That's good. <laughs> I'm joined here by Pete Donaldson, who is... Well, how could you summarise yourself in three words, Pete? I'm definitely a man. A man? Definitely oh yeah. in definitely. three words. That's what three words is. <laughs> I am
1: man. <laughs> I think that's good a good enough imp- introduction,
2: personally, Chris. Oh, crikey. So, P is uh, a good friend of mine. He, if you live in London, you probably know him as a very reputable, well-famous, absolute radio DJ. Mm. Uh, and he's also a podcast
1: <laughs> podcast king. <laughs> uh, if you're into your football, you probably might know him from the Football Ramble. Yeah, I do put football podcasts I do little wrestling podcasts I'm on the radio he's I'm a busy man Chris You look at you have me mate he's, he's a busy man and above all he's Twitter verified I am Twitter he's verified twice the why, man I be Why aren't you Twitter verified Chris What's going on there I don't know I've, What have you done to the Twitterati? It's, it's it's terrible
2: I've had to go at Twitter for ages about this. I've waited 3 years I've been like come on look at me Don't tell people work. that you you want it yeah, and then you will true. get it that's the thing Yeah, bit of a letdown. But anyway, (laughs) why is Pete here? Why are you here, Pete? Um, What's the connection? Because you need someone to talk at. I do. So for five years, I've been wanting to do a podcast, right? But I just haven't had anyone to do it with who's good, basically. I just Mm. want to sit in my room and do it on my bed with my iPhone. I want to do it real, proper podcast. Mm. And for that, I needed someone who knows their stuff. And that's where Pete comes in.
1: And luckily, I mean, I've done a few podcasts in the past. I know how to get things on the internet, so basically it's more technical than actual functional, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just here to talk to you, to try and, you know, pull ideas and thoughts out of you, That's sort of right. speak.
2: We haven't even known each other that long, really, have we?
1: No. That's six what? months, nine months? Six months, if that. Um, we first met in London, you were doing a, you were Na- filming parts of, <laughs> parts of Natsuki the movie. Natsuki
2: the movie. And then you invited us into the studio, we filmed mm. a bit, got on quite well, and since then Pete's come to visit me in Japan, giving him a whirlwind tour of Tohoku in the north. To Tohoku time, is yeah. the
1: most beautiful part of anywhere I've ever been, to be quite frank. Was it Hakata we went to, or Sakata? I always forget. Sakata. H- Sakata, yeah, Suckedra.
2: in the remote, far-flung north. We did quite a few things, didn't we? W- we fitted in a lot in three days. Fox I- Village. Fox Village. You we went to see some Inevitable. foxes the inevitable fox village everyone seems to go there these days look, it's become the top tourist attraction to Arco it's not even Japanese culture it's foxes in a village and that's kind of your forest. fault
1: to be honest Chris isn't it it's kind of my fault Yeah. Uh,
2: I, mean- I took a truckload of YouTubers there <laughs> we filmed it and then bang viral and everyone goes there now these days
1: it's very impressive but i always think when i go to japan uh so let's fill people in i I go to japan quite a lot because um i when i was a kid i wanted to um live there but i didn't manage to pass the (laughs) the jet exam the uh, japanese language school i muffed it up completely i was very shy (laughs) uh I, i messed it up i didn't manage to go there so instead what i did is wait another 10 years and um spend a ridiculous amount of money every year getting out there because i love it so you go over what Every year now. Every year, pretty much, yeah. I try and do around Halloween, because Halloween in Shibuya is a lot of fun. But uh, if I can't get there, I'll do sort of a, a late September.
2: And what what is it about Japan you like so much? I ta- well, what what, what, what like roped you into Japan? It's
1: quite. Drawed you in. I think it's quite unique because I'm not like an otaku kind of. I don't like anime. I don't like um, manga. I don't really like the films. <laughs> I don't like the spooky little girl like horror film? films and stuff. I like films. Yeah. I don't. But Japanese cinemas not not a big deal for me. Um, I don't really like the video games. So what? I think it might be the beer. You know, beer. I think it might be the drinking culture.
2: Well or beer.
1: Well, the all the beers are great and the way they sort of mix drinks together and they don't seem to care for, you know, the rules. I had a Campari and beer last time I had went there. What's that called? A problem, I think, for a man who likes <laughs> for a man who likes both Campari and beer. The intersection of that particular Venn diagram oh, is Trouble Town. I guess I'm the same as you,
2: though. Like I didn't have any idea I was going mm. to Japan until about a year before I went. Yeah, and I just thought it's really awkward. But I always get asked by people, "Why are you in Japan?" Mm. Japanese like Japanese people. the first question they ask. Why are you here? Mm. And I've just whittled it down to. I wanted an adventure, yeah. And it's like, oh, what about a Japanese you life? Yeah. I'm like, oh,
1: it's just mysterious, <laughs> mysterious, isn't it? Mysterious, I, exciting. It's it's just I I think it's probably if I could distill it down to one thing, I like people being quiet on the tube, oh, and wow. they're very quiet on the tube. So I appreciate that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. I've just been I've been, but so I'm back in the UK now.
2: Yes, for a few weeks on holiday uh, and getting this up and running and just relaxing a bit and yeah. yeah, one of the most noticeable things today I came to London on the train and it's like being at a party or something <laughs> a party you don't want to be at with lots of people screaming and shouting there was a guy just literally in the seat in
1: front of me just shouting random words loud <laughs> I don't know what he was doing <laughs> Yeah, he, he didn't spot it was me but you know, just keep an eye on you Chris to be honest Yeah, so I just, I, I appreciate the whole picture and when I, um, I, I finished like a two week holiday there and I go, right, I've done it. I don't need to go back. I can go somewhere else now. And then about three weeks after, I might be playing like the Yakuza <laughs> video game or something. I go, oh, I want some of that ice cream called, uh, what's it called, that ice cream that I really like. Uh, a particular brand of ice cream, basically. Japanese <laughs> ice cream. Uh, coolish. Coolish. I really like coolish. cool-ish. Um, ice cream that's oh, in your hand. Yes. Always in your hand. Uh, but yeah, so uh, we, we met up um just before Christmas and uh, went to Fox Village. If you go to any pet store in Japan... I'm always a little bit like, yeah. I don't think the Japanese. Um, I don't think animal welfare is high on the list. All, all uh. little, the little dogs, the little puppy dogs, in the smallest cages possible. And if you go to the big, um, the big uh, department stores, um, th- they sell a lot of like budgies and stuff in tiny little cages and hedgehogs and things like that. Yeah, I mean, I,
2: I feel, I feel again partially guilty here because a few years ago I made a video about. Uh, an owl cafe.
1: Right, okay, yeah.
2: And a hedgehog cafe. Mm. And an everything cafe. Oh, they weren't together, were they? Because well, the owls well, would eat the hedgehogs. <laughs> 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 the, these the owls are the well disaster. fed. <laughs> but, like, you know, I I didn't even realise when I was filming it and uploading it that it's probably not the greatest thing. Owls in a room, you know. And, like, you know, I've had this this shroud of guilt hanging over me ever since. And <laughs> oh, lots no. of people, lots of animal rights people. Like sent me loads of hate mail over yeah. the owl video and the hedgehog video, so I've given up going to animal cafes now. Right, okay, thing.
1: never again. There's there's a dog cafe in Osaka that I have tried to get into on no more, uh, no less than four occasions, and each time the manager has mugged me off with an excuse why I'm not allowed in the dog cafe, for example, uh, too busy. We're not open yet, <laughs> That's sir. A excuse, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> too busy. Not open yet. Not having it. <laughs> There's only so many people you can fit in a dog cafe. I, well, unless it's against a fire uh, regulation, I'm not bothered, to be honest. I want to see some dogs, Chris. <laughs> but he just always mugs me off every time I go. I'm like, oh, I'm so upset. <laughs> Never mind. What else do we do <laughs> Why we're in talk, though? Um, Mummies. We saw some mummies, yes. That creeped you out bit, didn't it? Massively creeped me out. These two chaps, these two monks, weren't they, I think? These two dudes. <laughs> well, they weren't
2: chaps when we saw them. No, they, uh, were, they were practically
1: desiccated, uh,
2: Chris. So we took Pete to uh, Sakata in the north, hmm. little village, little town, and one of the things they got there is this: these mummies, basically. There's a very extremist Buddhist practice where hmm. basically you poison yourself for about two years, living off berries and tree bark, like you do, uh, like I say, drinking culture, that's what I love about <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> and then they, they do it to the point that there's no moisture in their skin. Mm. So they're basically a skeleton already, and then they go into a hole, put a, like, a concrete lid over it, and sit there for a few weeks... Ring a, and they, every day, I think every hour, they ring a little bell. Yeah, to sort of go, I'm still alive. I'm still here. I've and then still got the, bell- the energy
1: to ring one bell. <laughs>
2: and, then, and then when the bell's, you know, when there's no bell, mm. they leave them there for another two years. But they've got a little kind of dig air pipe going
1: down as well. Do, well, yeah, I I quite know, like. suffocation, that would be... If know. I saw a little air pipe coming up, I would shout down it. Why Why are you doing this? <laughs> this is foolish. Probably why the
2: practice wouldn't go down so well in the UK. No, I guess You'd not. take advantage of the pipe. But, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, and then they dig it up, dig up. What's left of the guy. And the idea is you're not actually dying, you're becoming... A spirit, a god, mm. right? This, this mummy. They,
1: they are um, beautifully uh, maintained. Well, it was, it was quite impressive. It's incredibly it's impressive, eerie, wasn't it? Uh, but they call it a flesh idol.
2: Oh, flesh idol. Because the idea is your flesh is still kind of on through uh, this process. A flesh
1: idol. It sounds yeah. like some kind of competitive sex festival. I don't know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I pop idol. Oh I god. Don't know. But I had to. I mean, speaking of competitive sex festivals, I, uh, when I went to see them, um, I torn my trousers earlier on. Uh, in a um, hoverboard-related incident at a startup company that you yeah, showed me, yeah, you
2: took to a startup company randomly where you
1: got on a hoverboard and drove around, and then I fell over and tore all of my trousers. And Not wh- just like the whole
2: crotch. And that was bad. But the worst thing you did was give away all my cider. So, Chris
1: likes cider.
2: I do. There's <laughs> no <so> denying that. <laughs> I asked Pete to bring over, you know, a few a few cans of cider, which is quite difficult to get in Japan. It's getting mm. more and more popular. Right. But I needed some cider. Magna's, if you're wondering which brand it was. If you uh, want to send in Chris some. <laughs> but
1: you you brought over, like, ten cans. I think I brought you more than that. I think I might have brought you close to 14. And then there was none. The manager of the hotel, who'd kindly given me an upgrade because I'm <laughs> a big guy on campus, um, on your insistence, um, basically, you offered him a can, I think. I did. I came downstairs with the lion's share of the um, cans of cider, and he took them from me and I don't have enough Japanese to say stop that not a gift yes <laughs> I came not so a gift not omiyagi desk. <laughs>
2: so I came down to reception I was like Pete where's the cider we'll have a drink me you the manager it be great and Pete looked awkwardly at me and then the manager was like oh thank you Chris for the cider and I was like what and like he'd taken all the cider all the cans <laughs> And Pete is sort of sat there looking sheepish, going, sorry. I felt so guilty. I, take, we, I we couldn't get them back. We could be like, oh, sorry, Cater. <laughs> Name's Cater. Sorry, Cater, <laughs> where's the cider, mate? Bring it back now. It wasn't a gift. Too late by that point.
1: Never mind. You, you, look, you can take some back now. You're I in can. London for a little while. You can I'll grab take some shipment over. You can grab some I got, I got my revenge,
2: though, by making <laughs> you look awkward. Sat between. So we took Pete to a... Uh, Hostess bar on the last night. Yeah, so
1: I'd never been to a hostess bar. It sounds really shady, doesn't it? It does sound really shady. It's not
2: shady, right? In Japan, you know, you sit down, you have a drink... And, uh, alright, it's gonna sound shady. Can you, <laughs> no can matter you describe how you dress it to make it not sound shady? Well, I,
1: it, it was my understanding, Chris, <laughs> that it wasn't quite a hostess bar, it was something called a uh, snack bar, which I believe, which, which basically yes. they get they get the waitresses bad. to sort of sit with you and serve you food. Yeah, and it's the most common bar in Japan, right? Yeah, it's, it's not, not like a, a special. Yeah, Place, it's know, not it's down everywhere. a di- n- not down a dingy kind of um, uh, kind of uh, where you you don't have to dodge like frightening yakuza or anything. It's it's j- very much kind of just the high street bar. That's what goes on there.
2: High street bar, girls in there everywhere, and they'll sit down. I think it was me, you, my friend Natsuki. Mm. We went in, and you had two, <laughs> your two girls sat either side of you. Yeah, I did. And then you had to whip out the. Carry out. eat one? he looked. Really, Pete looked really uncomfortable. This idea. Of these girls sat either side of him, pouring his drinks. Yeah, it's, giving it's, him some snacks. It's
1: rare that holding the microphone. It's rare that girls even come near me. But uh, <laughs> it, yeah, it's it's a it's a weird concept for westerners to understand. It's a weird concept, I think, for anyone uh, to understand, because it is kind of like, what is this? It's like an extension from being a waiter. It's just people sit with you, light your cigarettes, talk to you, and then you leave. And it's just for well, me. Weird, <laughs> it is, and we see, we see it as like paying for women kind
2: of thing, right? Well, yeah, you not? you're just paying. Honestly, you're just paying for a drink. i'm Really defending myself here,
1: as if it's really bad, but it's not. I swear. If, if you needed to know why Chris went to Japan, <laughs> it's not the manga. No, but it, it just sounds as shady as heck. But yeah, it, it, I wasn't used to it. I don't think I would ever get used to it. But it's just, just the way things are done there. It is. And it was on Natsuki's and insistence. It was Natsuki's insistence, and a great time. Karaoke, did a little sing song. What did I sing?
2: I want it that way by Backstreet Boys.
1: Yeah, not a great performance. Has no. to be said. Has to be said. Um, you shouting really, wasn't it? <laughs> but with Natsuki uh, later on, maybe the next day, actually, he smashed through. Um, you familiar? Everyone's familiar with Natsuki. That's why you listen so. to the Bron Japan podcast. I've cried Loud. but he was uh, singing. Um, he rattled through a couple of Clash songs, I think. in a and that's another thing about bar-based karaoke. It's like people could just be having a nice, quiet drink. But if one person in the bar decides they want to do some karaoke, it's fine. Well, yeah. But Ruining I mean, everyone's night with your terrible the pipes. UK, you're still
2: a bit, guilt, bit, bit guilty, right? Yeah. yeah. You sit down and there's you only know, five, six people sitting down smoking, mm. drinking, and then you come up with a microphone and ruin everyone's evening with <laughs> a rendition of, like, Banana Rama or yeah. Elvis or something. It's a bit weird, but it's, it's a beautiful thing. And uh, definitely on my top 10 things to do list if
1: you come to Japan <laughs> it's something you do isn't it it is something to do but I had a lovely time and so uh, we thought um, yeah we'd get together and, and create a podcast so yeah. thank you so much for listening to us thank you for coming thank you for coming <laughs> everyone thank you for coming um, our topic today though yeah it is Valentine's Day is it, well, it is, it's st- it? still Valentine's Day
2: crikey
1: it is um, have you, is anyone planning anything I mean I didn't get a card today I, I didn't give anything. away any cards Literally So nothing Pretty bland. Oh yeah, sorry, I did have a card for you, Chris, but I gave it away to uh, <laughs> to Kate to, your cater, friend, to cater, cater the manager, Kate, the manager of a fine ryokan.
2: <laughs> so Valentine's Day in Japan's a little bit different, right. from the West. So they have they kind of break up into two days. Valentine's Day, mm. or February fourteenth, where girls give stuff to guys. So you usually get like chocolates or a card, and then on March fourteenth, month later, on White Day. The guys kind of have to give gifts back to the girls oh, who gave them stuff. White Day. White Day.
0: Why Don't know where the name white comes Day? from.
2: It's a little, little b- bit shady. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the name probably will not go down too well no. in the West. No. Uh, but uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> White Day. It's so weird. So they give
2: uh, white It's not things? just Japan, to be fair. They, uh, th- no. I, no. don't, I don't actually know the, rele- the relevance it, of is white a, day.
1: Here's a, here's a little vial of Tippex. It's <laughs> <Here's> some white <laughs> chocolate. I hate white chocolate. Ugh. Horrible stuff, you are. dreadful stuff, Shall absolutely terrible stuff. So that, that is a little bit strange. A, a, lot of, a lot of Japanese culture seems to be quite, it's a bit of an obligation. Like, you just do this because it happens. Basically. Yeah, because yeah, it's tradition. But I guess Valentine's Day and White Day is probably generally quite a recent tradition as well. Well, I mean, it's good because as a guy, right,
2: I'd get presents from people on Valentine's Day, mm. and then I would know who gave me the gift, and I'd know who to give gifts to oh, on okay. White Day. But so what, it's kind you, of less awkward. It takes some of the awkwardness out of it.
1: Is there kind of like a ratio? Do you have to give more money to... You have to give more, um, more expensive gifts than they give to you? Uh,
2: well, I, well, I don't. <laughs> well, I didn't. I mean, I, there's one... I remember one time uh, my Japanese girlfriend, I think three or four years ago, mm. my ex-Japanese girlfriend mm. gave me a big box of chocolates, took me out for dinner. They were rather nice. Mm. And then on white day, I gave uh, some post-it notes. Hang on, whoa, whoa, whoa steady, 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 I'm steady, somewhat... Chris. Post-it <laughs> notes, mate. What? Well, I I don't know about you, but I use like 50 post-it notes a day. So to me, it's like the ultimate currency. Better than Bitcoin, <laughs> better than pounds, post-it it's, notes. Look, cryptocurrency has fallen off a cliff. Exactly. Get involved with the 3Ms. Post-it notes won't. They go, go up in value.
1: So hang on, so you and gave, uh, were they fancy post-it notes? They, were they, the, were the, just... they weren't They were the
2: cheap ones, they were like the really the good 3M, quality 3M ones. ones. Yeah, yeah, top
1: dollar, 3M... Stuff there, and uh, so if you want to annotate anything, my
2: love, exactly, go ahead. But it didn't go down entirely well.
1: <laughs> I, well I mean, I would like to think that did she, wrote, she wrote bad boyfriend with a sharpie on one of them and stuck them to your head. I can't remember what she said, but it wasn't flattering, um, and that relationship didn't last straight much afterwards. After that, Where, it was all downhill
2: from there. To be honest, I cannot um,
1: believe you gave her bloody post-it notes
2: well it was and it, i think it How was in a, i think it was in a box shaped like a ring as well
1: oh no <laughs> What's pretty... wrong with you i was that was... is dreadful yeah, it was bad yeah still still she useful
2: she I, could d- use. I, I don't know if she used them or not <laughs> you chucked to the floor but I, as a teacher I? you know I got a lot of gifts from students so, so,
1: you, you, st- so you started as a a
2: teacher a language yeah so I was, I was a English language teacher. For the oh. very program you applied to. Oh, did so you yeah, got in? You got in. <laughs> I got in somehow. You're a bit bolshier than I, I was when I, got I was in, to be 22. I, I, the first three years of teaching, I was like, I don't probably shouldn't be here. <laughs> how is uh, this allowed? Actually, nah, uh, yeah, maybe I was good at it. I don't know. It's one of those things. But like, yeah, and uh, but as a teacher now, I got a ton of presents from students. Isn't that weird?
1: Well, where does everyone's disposable income come from? We're <laughs> 16, 18 yeah. years. Yeah. Yeah, post st- great. i have not a teacher. Who gets a lot, uses a lot of post-it notes. Shall we? Um...
2: <laughs> but I mean, no. I got like chocolates. Whoa. I got like lemonade. <laughs> so they, can, well, they can't buy me alcohol because I'm like a teacher and they're a student. I like, got like lemonade from the vending machine downstairs. Oh wow, that's amazing. CC lemon. That's what it is. CC I lemon, try that stuff.
1: Picari it's... sweat. Nice. No expense spared. Get involved with the electrolyte business. Lovely. Another vending machine. And uh, <laughs> so does that mean you had to give? Actually, it's a bit creepy no, that if you have, that would got, have been If you've got to give, t- g- give presents in white Day. oh. Yeah. Mr. Broad. <laughs> Going out to. Stu- no. <laughs> I think I'd be like. Uh, it's all right, they would just be posit not.
2: It's fine. I was, I was basically Indiana Jane. <gasps> yeah. They were like, they getting flattered in class.
1: Yes. Did any of students. them write, I love you, on their eyelids?
2: Uh, no, they wrote on their desk. The, what? They were I was all, like, write, like, like, I love you, on, the, on their desk. <gasps> and then I'd come past, and they'd like, uncover, they'd, like, they'd move their book away, their dictionary, and they'd reveal it. I love you, Kurisu. And, wow. like, oh, oh, oh. and I'd be like, "Oh, it's definitely not awkward." <laughs> <I'd> like <carrying laughs> walking around the class, put your sweat
1: everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> wow! So, so people would profess their love for you through sure. the form of graffiti and, and, on the and tables. The worst thing is, uh,
2: there's words in uh, Japanese called ikimen. Ikimen. I don't know if you heard it. Ikimen. No, it means like uh, sexy, cool guy. Oh, <laughs> I, I, did, I mean, I didn't know what it meant for the first year. Right. And because I, I didn't know Japanese, I went to Japan. Yeah, don't do that. But uh, <laughs> like, and I was walking down the corridor, and students would be like, "Oh, you came in, you came in," and they don't hide it; they shout it. Right. And once I discovered what this word meant, the teacher was like, "Oh, they think you're sexy born, man, cool, sexy British man, Indiana Jones." I was like, "Woohoo!" <laughs> but it just it just made me feel uncomfortable. Yeah, got it's not right. Eighteen year old <laughs> girls going, "Oh, you in," like down the corridor. I bet you just reminded you school, yeah. didn't it? Reminded you of college, didn't it? I guess didn't didn't. Wasn't, wasn't that cool then, <laughs> Icky men. But you're, you're painfully aware that it's probably just because you're this exotic, weird foreign person. Yeah, exactly. Just walking, trudging through their school. Just putting porcelain knots and everything. Yeah. Just the way of the West. Going back to <laughs> okay. Valentine's Day, though, what's the, the greatest thing you've ever received? I'm or given?
1: Like, I, I, I think, like... I d- I can't remember a good Valentine's Day. I know what I did this time last year. Yeah. I actually went to get Japanese uh, themed. I actually went with two male friends because I think it was on a Friday or a Saturday. We both went to um, a okonomiyaki restaurant in, in London. In London, so there's a couple wow. of there's a, there's a couple of very rare okonomiyaki restaurants. Um, I actually, went the first time I came back from Japan, and went, oh, uh, okonomiyaki is my favourite dish, pretty much. I'm amazed how fast you can say that. Okonomiyaki. It took me like three years to say that <laughs> word. I was like, okonomiyaki, Because no, no. I demand it every week, Chris. <laughs> Takoyaki, and okonomiyaki. I'm love. And um, And I remember coming back and going, why don't they make these omelettes like fast food? Like they would yeah, fly. Yeah. Somebody did it in Goode Street. It Lasted about six months and anticipated because, but it's basically a vessel for that beautiful Okonomiyaki sauce. That beautiful how do you kind describe of, it to people who don't know what it is? It's like a posh. Um, uh, it's more like a pancake because it's got flour in it. It's like an, a thick omelette with like st- whatever you want really: squid, pork, yeah, whatever. Fish, yeah, and Worcester sauce on top, and this beautiful and Worcester like. sauce kind of HP sauce kind of derivative. Oh, so nice, savory goodness. The katsuboshi and the oh man, so nice. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's yeah, okonomiyaki is delicious. But we but basically on Valentine's Day we um, took the we went oh let's go and get some food let's go get some okonomiyaki and we went to this restaurant and uh, it was full of couples Oh. getting their you know getting Imagine. their getting their uh, grill on <laughs> of the okonomiyaki.
2: Yeah. I, I, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty bad at Valentine's Day. <laughs> I don't think not, I can remember you know. anything. I did one thing once. I had remember it. It must have been years ago, mm. two or three years ago. Got like a, a party popper filled with uh, rose petals. Oh, nice! And
1: actually, wouldn't the have idea burned? is you know
2: you'd you, know, you pop it over the bed and like have Fire in nice, a nice. You know, it's lovely, don't you, know, you like the yeah. candles petals. I popped it and it just went everywhere, all over the room. And it just looked like crap. And I was like, why have I done this? Sinked. Petal a sea of, a river of petals
1: <laughs> all over the bed, all over the floor. Did you ever make perfume when you were a kid uh, with, like, um, water and rose petals? Did you ever do that when you were a kid? <laughs> no. Just like a big, the kids the kids in my town, pretty big in my town up north there, Chris. It was basically just um, people, kids making um, this perfume by putting rose rose petals in water. Doesn't work. Doesn't make a nice perfume No, it makes nothing Uh, We'll take a short ad break That's right, Chris Because I'm the um, What what am I? I'm like the The kind of admin The podcast man So I'm going to press a button I've made this just for you, uh, Chris Made what? Well, this noise Are you a YouTuber? Wow Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds And I'm here with Keith Co-star of my upcoming film If only in theatres May 17th Do you want to tell people the big news? Wow. <laughs> like that, dear? What was that? It was like are you it was the Are you, you YouTuber um what kind of TV was it Fuji TV or something? Uh yeah, it's like a Japanese
2: TV show. Mm. Big morning show. I think Fuji TV. They came to my door and wanted to interview me, and that was the first thing he said. Are you a youtuber? And I was like, I am. I was like, what else am I supposed to say? Of course I am. I'm a YouTuber, isn't it?
1: <laughs> they made, really awkward. They made you um, do it in uh, English, I thought. It was kind of disappointing as well, yeah. It's just kind of annoying. You, I mean, you
2: know, I, I didn't want to bungle it in Japanese either. Though. No, when but like, I mean... have got two million people watching and I'm, like, bungling my Japanese, it'd be game over, wouldn't it? <laughs> why would it be game over? you thrown would it be, out. if it's some sort of meme... If I become what a meme a in Japan, Japanese boy. I like saying something stupid, which would definitely happen. <laughs>
1: Chris
2: the Muppet. But like, yeah, well, no, that was a really odd experience.
1: Yeah, I bet it was. And, and Are the... you YouTube?
2: <laughs> I don't <laughs> want to say I? to that.
1: I went out to, um, uh, uh, last time I was out, um, I went with a mate, uh, the time before actually, and he's like a fairly large um, uh, TV guy over here. And he we were interviewed in uh, anakibara. um a, I think it's probably Super T- Potato, the famous um uh, computer game shop. Oh yeah yeah. Where they sell retro a load games. of yeah, a lot of retro games, beautifully packaged, like beautifully packaged uh, yeah, old game yeah, boy yeah. games and stuff. And uh it was the day before Halloween and so I bought a costume from Don Quixote or you know, one of the department stores. Um and I was and I had like a Minnie Mouse a female Minnie Mouse costume. <laughs> uh and the woman and we got interviewed by television by the television. Uh and went what's in the uh, what's in the bag and I was like <laughs> It's a, it's a Minnie Mouse costume, <laughs> and she went. That is for a girl, and all I could think to say oh, was, no. "Sexiness was <laughs> sexy- it's sexy." <laughs> I panicked, Chris. I panicked. One experience. See, so I could have been the deviant sex man you in have, Super Potato you know, that day. I could have
2: been the deviant sex man. <laughs> that is a quote for the season. I it? think so. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> so on your mini trips to Tokyo and Japan and beyond, have you ever dated to a Japanese girl? Anything? No, I no.
1: I mean. No, ma- no,
2: like, fleeting romance?
1: They've made it very clear that I am difficult to look at, Chris. Um, <laughs> I look like... You don't look difficult to look at You've got your hair back. I look like um, uh, the disgraced um, actor who played Teabag bag out of Prison Break. That's who right. I look like.
2: You'll claim
1: um, to, it, yeah. And, um, but my mate, my, a couple of mates um, do, have done, like, the internet dating thing, like Tinder and Bumble Tinder. and all those ones. So Tinder, from what I've seen and heard... Um, People seem to use it, certainly in the cities, as kind of like a friendship kind of thing. It's not always about dating. Yeah. It's not always about anything like that. Or maybe my friends are equally as ugly as I am. Well, I,
2: had good, well, I had a good friend come over to Tokyo once, mm. and he was like, "I'm bored. I don't know what to do." And I was mm. like, "Why do you use Tinder?" Mm. I don't personally use Tinder. Mm. And even if I did I wouldn't tell you.
1: But, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. Just say it. Just, just swipe through every man. <laughs> I in don't Japan. judge people by their appearance. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I hope <laughs> that nobody does that to me.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but like, I know, I uh, yeah, I was like, "Yeah, I use Tinder." He's like, "No, I don't do that." Mm. But I stole his phone, and I was like, no, I'm doing it. What <laughs> what's you have, Star Password? I did it, I put his details into took a nice phone, and off wow. we went. Ten minutes later, had about 20 girls. Holy moly! I exaggerated. About an hour later, 20 so girls. He, so he, he, That's a, too many. Now, he had blonde hair, and if you're blonde, right. you do really well in Japan. Is that right? Yeah, I don't know why they <gasps> like blonde-haired people in Japan. Maybe it's the rarity. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he was generally a good-looking guy, I don't know. But anyway, yeah. so he had all these girls there, and... You know, he met a girl who was a model. Mm. Really nice girl. And they, you know, they dated for a year. Or That's two, amazing.
1: Off of Tinder. That's incredible. What a success story. If I'd never stolen his phone, that would have happened. It's like I said, uh, people, like go, Cupid, people go shit. on Tinder not for, uh, <laughs> not for <laughs> friendship. Uh, they go for uh, relationships. Exactly. Like I said at the start. Yeah? But I, not, I, not for friendship, <laughs> for relationships.
2: No, yeah. And I have quite a lot of friends who uh, who come over to Japan and, and just do it in Tokyo. Holy there's moly. There's loads of really. Nice people there who are just willing to meet and hang <clears> out. <throat> uh, is the language barrier a big deal? Is the language barrier a big deal? No, because the people that use Tinder, the girls that use Tinder in Japan, are often speak English quite well. Right, They're a bit okay. more kind of out there. A bit more I understand. Kind of confident, looking to you know practice their English. Mm. I think they almost see it as like an English conversation practicing app, <laughs>
1: something like that. <laughs> Fantastic stuff.
2: I remember I remember using it like two years ago, and there was a girl on there that I was swiping through. and The mm. girl was like some of the descriptions are so awful. Because like, <laughs> you have to describe yourself in a line or two, don't you? Oh, God, yeah. What's your interest? And one girl was like, I like McDonald's and SeaWorld, or something That's like that. Right. I was like, wow, you've you've really done yourself <laughs> justice there, love. <laughs> like,
1: well, usually over, here, usually over here, you've just got to say that you're six foot odd. There's, there's a big height thing here. I yeah. guess it's possibly not as, uh, as important over there. Not at all. But then again, when I first went over there, I thought, hey, I might be quite tall. Uh, in 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 Japan, turns out not in the slightest. <laughs> exactly the same mean height. I, Maybe an inch shorter. Terrible. <laughs> I don't
2: know. I feel I do feel slightly taller out there. I yeah, know are right. On you're, average, it's I not, mean... the, it's, not the, it's not the what a lot of guys think it's going to be.
1: Think, no, exactly. No. Yeah. You know, I think you need to go to like Manila or something for that kind of, <laughs> that kind of caper. Either way, it didn't work. Ugly man. Never mind. <laughs> poor um, old Pete. You've been poor old Pete. Uh, you've um, you've been filming uh, a little bit uh, in uh, Onagawa.
2: Yeah, so the last video I put out, we went to the coastline and filmed about the tsunami damaged coastline. It's a Mm. a video I wanted to make for, like, you know, three years. Yeah. But only then did we kind of get the right stories. There was no point going there unless we had some good stories of people to talk about. And the idea was, we've got this area that was destroyed by terrible tsunami, worst possible thing that could happen, really. Mm. And, yeah, the air has bounced back pretty spectacularly in the last uh, six or seven years.
1: Yeah, some of the um, stories that you um, kind of... Because it's a bit of a pace change from your channel, if you don't mind me saying. Like It's, 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 it's more this serious, is a bit more, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it There was like uh, The uh, guitar The Questrel guitar $7,000
2: guitar <sighs> Made by A designer who made Like designs Enzo Ferrari They were guitar. so
1: cool looking It was cool That was a cool no looking nails, guitar No nails No
2: glue No nothing It was like That's yeah, right Yeah It was just A complete solid guitar Yeah For
1: $7,000 <laughs> That is too oh. much That is too much And a bloke who made A Lamborghini Out of cardboard The Lamborghini
2: Nintendo inspired, <laughs> yeah. Because there's well, a maybe new... he inspired Nintendo. Maybe know. the Who new knows? Nintendo
1: cardboard thingy jig. Yeah, it's like a, It's basically a thing you put your switch into. The Nintendo Dabo, or Dabo. I suppose it's Dabo. See, it.
2: at first I thought it looks a bit flimsy. Mm.
1: There's
2: a bit of a stigma around cardboard, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. Some of that stuff you can do it. Like it pretty cool stuff. Like making little remote control cars.
1: Yeah. Really. Really. I th- I think it's like mainly built for children but the th- problem with children is they do get things soggy and I reckon <laughs> that would not survive much uh, much hot, heavy Nintendo play with the- <laughs> Yeah exactly it's not right um you also um <clears throat> tried to hang out with Ken Watanabe Yeah so actually
2: well one of one of the th- one of the reasons to do the video along with actually genuinely wanting to make a video there was there was this idea that I could meet Ken Watanabe mm. and it's been like a, a thing for all my videos, I've joked about me and Ken Watanabe. he's the, you know he's Japan's <laughs> biggest actor. Is he right? Okay. He, he, he everyone knows him outside of Japan, and yeah, I, I was told I could meet him because mm. uh, he owns a restaurant which is built in this little town in uh, Kesanuma. and uh, the guy that organised it was like, oh yeah, we can meet Ken, Ken Watanabe. No problem, I think. And uh, and then we got the dates wrong. And oh no! Missed it. And I was guided. And another guy we interviewed in the video, really cool guy called Nishant. He was like. Uh, oh yeah, I saw Ken Watanabe last week, he, he served me coffee. <laughs> and I was like, oh! Literally, because I was going to, the idea, I was going to hold a camera and be like, la ha ha, what do you think? And then just talk, just be like, oh, yeah. it's so good. And then be like, what do you think, Ken? And I turn the camera, <laughs> and Ken Watanabe is like, you know, sitting there, doing a quote from Last Samurai. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I we really miss our conversations, or whatever he said. What I would say is that, that I've noticed that, um, that Ken Watanabe is um, playing uh, the king in The King and I in London yeah, and I think you might be stalking that man it can't <laughs> be a coincidence <laughs> that you've landed in London the exact same time it would be that quite Ken a <laughs> him. I, I was told that he might have watched the video
2: though I think the restaurant forwarded the video onto him ah, okay. I was like have a look at this Ken uh, and so hopefully he's watched it but that that creeps me out the idea of Ken Watanabe sat in a room somewhere <laughs> probably down the road from <laughs> yeah, exactly. at it's Probably in, an an in, in the theatre in London uh, watching it on his iPhone or something. <laughs> but, Yeah, my dream of meeting Ken Watanabe it still remains a dream, unfortunately. Never mind. Until the next time.
1: Never mind. Uh,
2: but, yeah, I mean, the coolest thing of that video was the
1: Fisherman Cool app. You there's see a, that? There's an app that, um, for some reason, to, to rejuvenate the area um, <laughs> of of, of, uh, of Onagawa well, and Miyagi. The um, idea was to make
2: fish look the fishing industry look cool, basically.
1: Right. <laughs> Which <laughs> they, is you know, an uphill well, struggle. Well, everyone eats fish in Japan. It's a big deal. But maybe fishermen as a job isn't that sexy. So no. they got an app where you could get a wake-up call, an alarm call from a, a working fisherman. Yeah, so the idea
2: is, yeah, I, can't, I can't believe it still, you pull out this app, Yeah. you choose what time you want to wake up, you know, 15, <laughs> and then you choose your fisherman. Choose your fisherman! Like Takeshi Sato, age 47, <laughs> like you hit his profile for like photos. Street Fighter 2 yeah look there because it's fishermen <laughs> and then and at 6.15 Takeshi Sato will ring him up and be like
1: well hi, well, <laughs> look at this fish I've
2: caught <laughs> and he'll show you a photo of the fish he's caught and be like get out of bed and go to bloody school you muppet he That's won't so say it like strange. that but yeah uh, so, how does he have
1: time to ring all of know. these people
2: well Takeshi after, you know Takeshi would be getting up at 3am yeah going out fishing a bit so he he's finished. probably coming in it's days over, isn't it? <laughs> but I, 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 we could use it. We could technically try and use yeah, it. Yeah, try and ring
1: him. I, I ring just him. find it uncomfortable the idea of this fisherman ringing me up. I don't like using the phone at no. the best of times. I don't want a fisherman on there as well.
2: <laughs> I just. But I, I thought it was a great concept. It's a bit a a of a novel I concept. A bit. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. so strange. You hear I love about it. things like that. It I reminds me it. of
1: like I, I think it's a bit gimmicky. Mm. Oh, yeah, it'll, it'll run for like three weeks, and then they'll just go. Yeah, yeah we're not doing the fisherman a Fair play thing, to them. So you might not be Twitter verified, Chris, no, but you do have a fierce following on Twitter. Yeah, we've
2: got some lovely people I've got on some there. lovely people oh, on wonderful there.
1: Wonderful folks. Yes. 862 likes for this tweet. Um, starting a podcast tomorrow. If you've got any ridiculous questions about anything oh. you want answered, get yeah. them in. So get the ball rolling. So many people getting involved with this. 276 people tweeting in. Awesome. Oh, yeah. What we got? Um, well, uh, number one, um, the the anime man uh, says, "Am I your favourite Japanese vlogger I'm vlogger?"
2: <laughs> the anime man.
1: He's your friend, isn't he? He's He's certainly, boy. He,
2: he's certainly in my top fifty.
1: Top <laughs> uh, yeah, he's up. He's up there, top fifty. He's up there. Um, work conditions in Japan. Are you that familiar with them? How was your time in? Uh, in the uh, Japanese language school. <laughs> 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 My Angel once in a while.
2: That's a tough one. Like, yeah, I, oh, God. It surely just depends on the sort of level of depends work, Depends on I the suppose, company. Yeah. As a teacher in Japan, it's actually not too bad. Mm. I had a good ride. Mm. The staff were really kind, considerate, always went out their way to help me. But, mm. I, yeah, I would have a tough time working for a Japanese company because you really have to give your heart and soul yeah. to the company. You're not just a person working at a company. You are like a piece of the company.
1: Culturally, there's a sort of situation where people will uh, insist on working later than their manager and well, things they like that. They so absolutely they just... have
2: to. If you don't work till, like, 10pm, you'll never get promoted and you might get fired. It's crazy, isn't it? Like, actually, one of those, well, even actually, well, as a teacher, mm. if I stayed past 5pm, mm. I think I finished work at 4.30pm, mm. if I stayed past then, till 5, till 6, I would get lots of praise. Right. I'd just be sitting at my desk, literally doing nothing. Yeah. Working on a video, typing my own script for a YouTube <laughs> video or something, and then people would be coming over, being like, "Oh, you're such, such a great worker to- because <laughs> <'cause> you're there." <laughs> yeah. And the idea in Japan is you're good at your job if you're just there. If you're yeah. on call, you're there. Mm. Uh, even if you're not doing anything. So productivity in Japan's not as good as you think. A lot of people are surprised to hear that. I think productivity in I think America and the UK is higher than Japan. Right. Okay. I have to check that.
1: I'm not really too bold, <laughs> but I do think
2: productivity is higher in America than mm. it is in Japan.
1: It's, it was cultural. I think the government. Uh, I was reading that the Japanese government have uh, started some um, incentive programs for people leaving on time and things like that. It's yeah, there was a high-profile
2: case of a uh, densu. Densu is the biggest advertising firm in, right. in Japan, biggest PR firm. And uh, yeah, a worker just. I think she jumped out of a window because she was just going crazy with the workload. Yeah, and that's been that's changed everything Mm. so hopefully we'll see that Change in Japan because it is a problem as far as as far as I'm concerned. And, to see and, 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 overwork everywhere,
1: and not only that, there's a big culture of drinking after work as well. And if you don't drink with your colleagues, you after we drink, yeah, it's crazy. So like see, on the service, you think, oh
2: yeah, drink after work, <laughs> smashing, and then you have to do it five days a week, and then yeah. you wrecked and then
1: yeah, how do you get anything done the next day? If I have like two beers, I'm ruined the, re- the next well, day. I can't really do anything. Probably. Japanese
2: people are magic. They, they don't. <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't think I've ever seen a hungover Japanese person. No, and and
2: uh, they, people they handle it really well in a way that we don't their oh. metabolism seems to be quicker I don't, uh,
1: like, it. don't like it and they're these little
2: drinks have you ever seen them like Yukon uh, Well, where you drink, they drink it before you go f- drink alcohol yeah uh, it's like tastes like Red Bull right little can uh, and the idea is it makes the alcohol process quicker in your body <laughs> is that right but I, it just doesn't work <laughs> for me anyway it seems to work maybe, for it's,
1: to maybe it's your western metabolism yeah. maybe well speaking of which uh, what head <laughs> wants to know what is your favourite sake and what sake would you recommend for someone who is new to drinking it
2: my first way into Japanese alcohol was actually umeshu which is uh, plum liqueur yes plum mixed with sake you see it in like izakayas and bars Mm. you'll see like a a bottle on the sideboard somewhere Mm. with lots of little plums stuck in it they sort of put plums in a bottle of sake basically for a few months and then bang it's plum Ah. bang it's plum (laughs) 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 I could be the tagline for the brand of umeshu bang plums (laughs) Uh, but yeah uh it's the easiest way in as far as I'm concerned.
1: Mm okay. Yeah. So sliding yourself Um Lovely at, at, at the <laughs> aforementioned okonomiyaki restaurant um they came over with the oil to put on the um on the hot plate to make oh, the yeah, to yeah, make yeah. the actual um, um pancakes. And they um and I thought it was sake, so I would probably myself a shot. <laughs> oh no. And the woman ran over and went, No, don't do that. Do do that would have been game over. The, the Pete Donaldson saga would have come to a Big glass of warm oil. There. Lovely. Um Tom Fitney, hello Tom. Uh how long, Chris, did it take before you felt as though you were assimilating into Japanese culture and way of life. Was there one particular point where you thought, oh, I'm kind of getting this a bit? It was. It was
2: uh, about 18, 18 months in. Right. When I befriended a few Japanese people. Mm. I had like, literally no friends in my first year. I did what a lot of foreigners do, yeah. just hang out with other foreigners. Yeah. It's easier to like kind of get over the cultural you know nightmare that mm. exists. But I, yeah, in a quick space of time, I had a Japanese girlfriend, I befriended Natsuki mm. and I had quite a few Japanese mates and that changed mm. everything. I felt like you know, I felt like I was part of something. Okay. I felt integrated into the town.
1: Get yourself um, an Natsuki.
2: Get yourself an Natsuki. <laughs> and the easiest way to get yourself an Natsuki is just go to a bar. <laughs> like, yeah, just go out to a bar and you'll meet so many characters. Uh, yeah. You don't have to drink. If you don't drink, just get an alcoholic beverage.
1: Get yourself... I was going to say get yourself a red... Alcohol-free Asahi. Get yourself tomato juice.
2: Don't do that Tastes awful
1: Red eye My favourite drink in Japan is red eye Which is lager mixed with um, tomato juice You are mad It's surprisingly tasty to paper with no taste buds? <laughs> you are off your rocker's mate. <laughs> and there's also a liqueur called Yogurito. that just tastes like yoghurt. <laughs> it just tastes like, a yogurt. Just <laughs> tastes taste like, like yogurito. How it do just, I not know this? It tastes like... Um, yogurito, it's in, a blue, it's in a blue bottle. It's always next to the Midori. Midori's green, isn't it? Isn't it is not it yeah. The, the word green. Yeah. And next to the Midori. It's always next to that. And it's always um, this blue bottle. And it just tastes like... You know those little yacults. Yeah. But it gets you drunk really, really slowly. You've ordered this? Yeah and he knocks it on a guy's
2: Yogurito, you
1: It's delicious. It is delicious. Um, so, if you want to get in touch uh, with the show, we'll we'll be doing a couple more of these uh, uh, messages uh, next week, I think. I think yeah, just, yeah. Uh, just so. do
2: like hashtag of raw in Japan, and send stuff in.
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll put a topic out and just reply to that I suppose we'll, we'll, be, better. we'll yeah. be better we'll be better we'll better organised <laughs> I think there's it, not the, a lot of organisation the moral of the podcast story just get it out there just yeah. bloody get it out there bloody get it out there um, shall we um, finish up with a current event a new story Wacky News of the Week Wacky News of the Week is that an official uh, title if you can think of I a think better so. title let get, let us know is there like a little sound you can play to follow that up? Uh, Wacky News of the Week Wacky News of the Week sweet do <laughs> 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 There you go. <laughs> Has Natsuki said sweet chocolate? How did you get this? I have my ways. Where have you got this? This sweet stuff. Sweet chocolate. So that, that was when he was eating some marmite. It
2: yeah, was I not love sweet that, chocolate. I love the audio clip. Good old Natsuki. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, so the wackiest news of the week here mm. is the tallest building in Japan. Up and coming is <laughs> a 350 meter tall building
1: made solely of wood. Whoa! Steady. Hang on. By the Sumitomo Forestry Industry company thing i bet it was oh what can we build this we're a forestry uh, commission so what are we going to build well, it out
2: of it's, it's for their 350th anniversary of the company <laughs> right 5.5 billion dollars and 350 million well, that's i don't know what i'm on about 350 <laughs> meters of wood uh now this this is coming out in
1: 2041 yes don't know why they brought it up now given 2041 i will i almost guarantee i will not be still with us <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hope so. And even if there's any stairs, I won't be able to climb up it. I know that. So I, I, I
2: wouldn't. Describe... I would not have the confidence to go in it. <laughs> right? Every building in Japan that's made out of wood has been burnt down at some point.
1: Golden Guy was on fire last
2: year. Yeah. Well, well yeah. Golden Guy and Shinjuku went on fire. And Ugh. if you go to any castle in hmm. Japan, it's it's either not there because the guy <laughs> burned down, didn't it, five hundred years ago, or it's been rebuilt six times. Yeah. And they finally built it out of bricks or something to try and hide it, but yeah no, I, I'm amazed. they have the the balls to do this basically. Uh, it's going to be the tallest structure in Japan, second only to the sky tree. That's crazy and yeah, and I, I won't be going up it.
1: <laughs> they clearly haven't learned a thing. well' is the, isn't the, doesn't the wood get like wet and bigger? Will it get even bigger when it's wet? When it sucks up all that rain. I can lovely imagine the, ar- the
2: architectural team sitting in the room saying that exact phrase.
1: Oh, will it why get have we- when it's wet? Why, <laughs> have we- why have we made this bloody building? Why have we made this out of wood? Why have we made these promises we can't keep? Why are we writing checks that our it, behinds can't cash? It's like one of these bold things. I wonder if it will happen. Mm. It reminds me of the Picari Sweat
2: thing. Like five years, Three or four years ago, Picari Sweat announced they were sending a bottle of Picari Sweat, this energy drink basically, uh, to the moon. On SpaceX. Oh, OK, right. Nothing's, nothing heard of it since then. So it, just, it's, they so it, like didn't, a, it never actually... Basically, they were going to strap a bottle of Bikari sweat uh, to a SpaceX rocket, send it to the moon, great PR.
1: That is less impressive than an entire car, which is what they did last week. <laughs> and, yeah, Elon Musk trumped Bikari sweat. Could they not have just popped a bottle of Bikari sweat in the glove box? For a few million quid. <laughs> For a few million quid, just stick it profit? in there. Yeah. Yeah. Elon Musk's listening. <laughs> Money, mate.
2: <laughs> Money. You can cash you love in a, on that. You love a bit of Elon Musk. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's a top man. He's a top man. I feel a special bond with him, having given the fact that I've given him his birthday cake.
1: Yes, you've once fed Elon Musk when you were, did he um... had a birthday
2: at a place I worked, and uh, they were like, "Here's the here's the, here's a, a rocket shaped birthday cake, Chris. Give it to Elon Musk." I was like, "What? <laughs> you are bloody joking?" And I had to go out to him, like, hello,
1: Mr. Musk. Here's, here's your, your rocket, here's, face. sir. Here's your <laughs> rocket shaped cake. Please tell me he went into his mouth. I did. I was so Three, in awe. Three, two, one.
2: I was terrified smash. I was going to drop the cake on his face and like. <laughs> ruin everything but uh, wow it's weird you know looking at a man who is like single handedly driving the space industry if I dropped the cake on his face and he'd suffocated and died like <laughs> the space industry would be set back 20 years
1: so I, well, I basically saved the space industry you might have given him diabetes <laughs> you might have shortened his life by by a little so bit a rocket shaped cake oh never mind Um so, th- this has been the first episode of Abroad in Japan. It's gone quite well, hasn't it? <laughs> No-one's no one's fallen off anything. Yeah. No-one's sprained an ankle or a wrist.
2: And I, yeah, I'd give it,
1: a, well, an 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10. <laughs> uh, if, you, if you'd like to review us, if you'd like to review Chris's uh, Abroad in Japan show, uh, just head on over to, uh, do it on iTunes, that's where everybody reviews things nowadays, yeah. uh, podcast-wise, uh, and tell your friends, for crying out loud, get, tweet about it open the window maybe you are a uh, man working on a really tall wooden skyscraper <laughs> just stand on the girder do they have girders the wooden ones I don't know oh, I a wooden see. girder I don't want to get into it shout hey everyone listen to the Abroad in Japan podcast episode one is out now uh, and more information can be found at Abroad in Japan yeah I'll be Going on about it, loads. No doubt about <laughs> it. Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Oh, it's
2: a podcast. You oh, know where to, to find it.
1: it. Let's get out of here, Chris. Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you.